Okay, everybody, good evening. So, uh, I mentioned last night, I thought I would finish this, but I didn't. Uh, and so tonight, really, we're going to finish this piece of Rabbeinu Yonah. And then tomorrow night, we'll start a, a, a new topic, which will probably take us uh, a few days. And, I, and as I talked about last night, of course, was uh, be talking in, in the details of life, in the Pratim. Um, and that not to take anything routine. Actually, somebody emailed me um, afterwards that, uh, you know, in the beginning, they were constantly concerned uh, about COVID-19. And then they kind of got like into routine. It's an amazing thing. You can be in a routine, uh, an insane routine, and get used to it and, and lose actually the perspective of that everything, every day. Like, okay, I'm safe now, or things are okay now. So it's, it's very easy uh, to lose that perspective uh, over time, and to get used to, it. if you're successful in any endeavor, as I discussed last night about Rabbi Brizak going into give his lectures and his classes, um, you can get used to it. Um, if you're a good parent, uh, you oh, I'm a good parent, I'm a good spouse. You get used to your marriage being good, and then you. It's not just that it doesn't get worked on, but you lose focus that really every marriage, every act of parenting, every paying of every bill, you need siyata deshmaya for. So it's it's important. Uh, to have that what we call tikva bepratim, and we said that the tikva bepratim, that the that the hope that we talk about in the details of our life, it emanates, it emanates from the greater idea of bitachon and tikva being hope, that we could assume that, that everything is possible and feasible to have bracha even in the most dire, um, in the most challenging uh, circumstances. You know, I, I just. Uh, I know somebody had was having a difficulty recently, and in one second their surroundings changed, and like the difficulty just disappears. It, it doesn't. Things don't have to be. We things that we think maybe forever don't have to be uh, forever. But there, I mentioned there's a higher level of talkon, and that's what we're going to discuss tonight. This is what we call spitz, the, the highest level of talkon. Now, before we do that, I just want to actually Rabbi Freelander. Chaim Freelander was the uh, mashkiach of the Panevich Yeshiva. He was probably top two or three greatest students of Rav Dessler, the Mechitim Eliyahu. Um, and actually tomorrow night, we're going to be starting a piece of Ray Freelander, um, which he talks about uh, Bitochon during a tzara. It, it's based on a sicha, on a speech he gave during the Six Day War. Uh, when, when you were in Israel and you really looked, you were looking at genocide uh, at the end of May 1967, this we're gonna go through one of his sichas uh, that he gave in, in, in that he gave, but he actually when I was looking today to get the sicha, he actually discusses this end of Rabbeinu Yonah in Mishnah, and this is what he says an amazing thing. He says in a emes Rabbeinu Yonah, what we're about to do is Mvarkan Madrega Gvoyamoid, a really high level, a level that's really beyond. Uh, most of us, most of the time. Shematzeno Harago Anu Rechoykimeno. He's telling this, Rev Dessler say, you know, Freeland is saying this in a situation where typically it would be, uh, would, would be challenging even for the best yeshiva in, in, in Israel. He says, Ava Klalhu, Tzarech, Hashem, if someone is serving Hashem, you need to know the highest levels. Right? If you aim low, 
If you aim low, you'll end up low. If you don't aim for the sky, you'll end up. You won't end up anywhere. If you if your goal in life is to be mediocre, then you won't even be mediocre, right? You know, in ultimately Muslim Barka used to say, try to be Rabbi Kiva Eger. And if you're if you're trying to be Rabbi Kiva uh if you're trying to be Rabbi Kiva Eger, then you'll be uh, um a a a a great a great um um, a great, a great scholar. So the the goal really is to push oneself to a high level of bitachon, and if you do that, that in that merit, you could end up, you can end up, um, you know, maybe not that level, but you end up at a, on a very high level. Says Rufudin So if you strive to be great. You strive for a very high level. At the end, you'll get somewhere close to it. So the first goal to talk about this really high level of bitachon is because if you could, um, um, if you aim for high in bitachon, so then you may not get exactly there, but you'll get, you'll get close. If you, if you try to be really, have really high levels of faith, you may not get exactly at that level, but you'll get, you'll get close to the level. But there's a, a second reason. There's a second uh, uh, purpose. You know, you know I'm, I'm sure uh, at some point of your, many of your lives you, you read Aristotle or Socrates or one of these. You know, they, he has this idea of, this, of the cave, right? Uh, that when you're in a cave uh, and all you see is the cave, so you could assume that this is the reality of the world. Like I deal with people all the time, and they think that they know um, they're, they're masters or they're the best at something, but they really haven't been involved in a great world. Like you know, I remember I was um, once in a certain yeshiva, and oh, this is the best person yeshiva, the best learner in the world, the best learner in the world, and I, but the person was his impression. He was in a younger yeshiva. And in that yeshiva, he was the best, this boy who was pointing to was the best in that yeshiva. But if you would take that same boy and put him into a, like a Lakewood or a mirror, he would not be so great. Be, he was younger. He was, you know, the, just the, 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 the high school person. All he saw was that reality. If you only see one reality, first of all, you can be a, you can have a skewed reality. Number two, you could become haughty. Oh, look how great I am. Look, look you know, look how, look how much I'm, I've accomplished. And, when you, you know, Ramosha Feinstein, who was super, super great. You know what he used to do every Yom Kippur? He's like, Allah, it's the greatest tradition. He used to read stories about the sages from 100 years ago, 200 years ago. Why? Because Ramosha Feinstein would say, look how great I am. He, I mean, he never would do that. He was a very humble person. But when you see real greatness, it gives you something to aspire to and also puts you a little bit in your place. You know, you have a lot more to... to, to to work on, to work on. Therefore, we should strengthen ourselves um, to, to go from one level to another. He also says one more thing, which I won't say inside. He points out, be talking faith, and I, I'm sure we've all had this experience. There are days where we feel God really intensely in our lives. We really, really feel that we can conquer the world. So bitachon is not, it's not a steady, you know, uh, it's, it, there's some days you can feel really close to Hashem, you can daven really intensely, you could 
really feel that, that Hashem in your life, and there are other days you feel Hashem in your life, but a little bit less. And mitochan, therefore, is something that, that, that fluctuates. And it's a, there may be a day where you're not at this level, but the, the real goal, really, is to get to this level as much as possible, so you can realize some people are on this level, this last level, which we do right now, sometimes, but not always. What is this last level? Hamadrega Hashemis. This last level, and then I'm gonna, at the end, I'm going I'm to go back to this because it's a very high level. Is Himaser Hanefesh Hashem It's not saying that in my situation, I have Bitochon, it's going to work out. It's going to be the best thing in the world. Or, like, like we discussed, that you can put yourself in the mercy of Hashem. Hashem loves us. He puts all of us. I would just say, at lunch, I don't know why I picked it up today. I, I, was, I, I had this magazine from Pesach, the Mishpacha. Reading it, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is an amazing person. I have spoken about him uh, in a couple of my drushes in, in the past few years. He is um, a very, very, very big Kabbalist and a tzaddik, a person who had Sfarim, and a person who had real, you know, had children who were um, um, down, like, you know, Down syndrome, like a, few, a couple of kids some, had some, he had, he had suffering in his life. Um, and, you know, he's a person who always espouses um, that, you know, his breast love, so he's very into Simcha, but that life is about work. Like, you work on, you know, you work on yourself. You, you always, like, you always, he used to have these 87 stairs to get from the ground floor to his apartment. And he's an, old, he's an elderly man. He used to say he appreciates every stair. Because every stair that he walks up to his apartment, even in his 80s, reminds him every day of his life that life is about taking step after step. It's about pushing yourself. You know, part of the challenge for some people for Bitochan is they want instant gratification. I, I believe that one of the reasons today people are less happy, I've said this before, is because we want constant instant gratification in life, in Judaism. Like if people have a problem, they would like to fix it immediately. You know, it's just like... Eh. Immediate, immediate answer. And if it's not that, they become broken or they give up, they throw in the towel. And really, the challenge in life, if you really want to accomplish anything, which, which is difficult, you need to take step after step and you have to realize, literally, there's no pain those games. There's no gain. There is an amount that you have to give up to get somewhere. Um, but, the Bitochan is, that we've been discussing, is that you can rely, Hashem puts you in, exactly, actually, the reason Rav Shechter so he was talking about that a person always needs to know that wherever they are, wherever their experience is, you know, if they're in a challenging place or, or situation, it's exactly where they need to be. Exactly the place where they could shine, even though it seems like the worst place in the world. Right? If you made, you want to put yourself in the best place, and right now it's a challenging reality. If you have that reality, we've discussed this, it's that is your reality in order to shine. You can let it break you, or you can go and push yourself to higher to higher levels. And the Bitochan really is is that in my situation, I'm going to see the light. Like we discussed, we'll be dark at night, but there will be a morning, and we will see light. And we're and we feel that, and we want to get out of the situation. We don't want to be in the situation. We want to be in the best situation. The, and, and we cannot be talking on that what we think will be our best. And as I discuss sometimes, what we, Hashem will say no because it's not our best. 
the higher level is that after we've done everything we need to do, like we're, we, we need, in, in any area of life, to, to eat healthy, to be healthy, to take it proper sleep, proper nutrition, get, get exercise. Um, if, you, if you want to get a job, you have to go to take the right coursework, you have to do all in school. All, we do all our part. It's, the Bitochan is that if I'm in a situation, I don't want anything else. What does that mean? It means I only want what Hashem wants for me. There, this, this mean, it means you make the best of your situation and it's the total belief, the total belief that this situation is exactly what I, what I need. And Hashem will do what's best for me. Let me we'll have to flush this out. It's a nefesh, it's a master nefesh Hashem You literally uh, give your life your soul to Hashem. You have total faith. Hashem loves you. You know, Ramosha Aaron Stern says an amazing thing. Ramosha Aaron Stern was the mashkiach of the Kamenetz Yeshiva. Anyone who read the book All for the Boss about Rabbi Herman, it was his grandson. Right? So Ramosha Aaron Stern passed away. I remember I was in Yeshiva. It was 1998. He was a big tzaddik. He moved to Israel in 1938 and was a mashkiach in Israel for many, many years. So he used to give the following mashal about Bitochan. He said, you ever try to cross like a, a, a highway? Imagine you're a seven-year-old kid and you see a highway right in front of you. Could you imagine? And there's cars going. Would you, and you, the kid would be terrified to, to cross the street. He would feel like, how am I going to get... You'd look at it, you know, and there's no way I can cross this. And, he would, and, if he, and if he had to cross it, he would be like Frogger. Like, you know, like he'd be looking around, you know, seeing how he can run, terrified for his life. What would happen if Moshe Aronson said the boy's father was there. And the boy's father's holding his hand and he's crossing him to that street. He said that that boy would not even look at the highway. Because why? If he trusts his father, he knows that his father will take him exactly where he needs to go. You don't, you don't worry. You're not worried about the cars. Because your father's holding your hand. There is a level of bitachon. There's a level of faith. It means that we can know that if Hashem puts us in some situation, I don't need to know the answer. You know, I remember years ago, I saw someone, you know, I like to know what the ending is going to be. <laughs> like, you know, I like to know the ending of this. When you have, a, there's a level of bitach in that person, you don't need to know the ending. You know that if Hashem has put you in this situation, we need to do our part. We need to pray. We need to do whatever it is to become healthy, to be successful, uh, if you want to build a family, whatever it may be. But after that, it's all Hashem, because Hashem is holding our hands. We don't need to know the ending. We don't need to feel the ending. All we need to feel is that Hashem will put me in the best situation. Period. I don't need to know the ending. Actually, on the footnote here, it quotes the Karach Kemach as Rabbeinu Bachya um, Ben Asher, who was a generation after Rabbeinu Yonah. Uh, so Rabbeinu, uh, so, was, so he says Shiyim Sir Adam because he says it's similar language. Person puts his soul to Hashem. Right? And a person thinks that whatever Hashem wants is what I want. Which means we'll do we will do whatever it is. Right? You know, let, 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 let me let, you know when you're um, looking. You want to get. A, you want to. Okay, you want to get a job, right? You want to get a job. You don't know where it's going to end up. You're looking. You're, you, but you need to do proper ashtalis for your job. 
You need to look out. You got to dress the part. You got to do whatever the education. But you know, you're not nervous. Not because you think that I'll get the job I want. You know, not the. But whatever job that ends up, it will be Hashem will have put me there. If I've done my part, and my part includes prayer, it includes doing everything. Whatever it is, it will be the perfect job uh, for me. Rabbi Shechter, for example, has children. Uh, he has many children. And again, a couple of them are somewhat developmentally disabled. Uh, you know, I think, I think it's Down syndrome. Um, so what, was that, what would that mean? If he, he had a child like that, who wouldn't want a healthy child? Everyone wants a healthy child. But Rabbi Yaakov Shechter, if this is what Hashem put me, he gave me such a child, you know, he gave me the child that I need, and whatever it will be, it's Hashem gave me what I need to be successful in life. And, and he gave this child, me, because that's what that child needed to be, to, to be successful uh, in, in life. And therefore, he must, Hashem, whatever you want for me, that is what I want. If I have to work on something, if a person gets, you know, again, if you jump off a cliff and get damaged, just not Hashem, that's you. If you eat candy all day and you get diabetes, Hashem didn't want to get diabetes, you cause diabetes. Now, you have to deal with the, that reaction. But if, if you did your part, you've done everything that you could do, uh, and something happens, what well, you want what Hashem wants. And what, the, the answer, I go with Hashem. The Pesach says in, 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 in Vayikra that you offer your soul, which means, Hashem, I have such traits, I can close my eyes, I can cross, I can mamish cross the highway, not nervous, not nervous. You know why? Because I know, Kaddish Baruch Hu, whatever I, you're holding my hand, it will be good. It may not be what I think it will be. It may not be, you know, exactly, you know, w- what it is. Um, but it will be good. It will be good. You know, I, I, and I should, what you, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, right now, I'm trying to get this article, like two weeks, I'm trying to get an article in. Nobody wants to speak uh, about spirituality and COVID. I can't get it in, I'm telling you. Like, it's like such a, the papers don't want, they want, they want to know about economics, they want to know policies. But I really, the way I feel it, the way I feel is Mitzvah that will get in. That's the way I feel. If it doesn't get in, then Hashem didn't want it in for whatever reason. But wherever it goes, you know, you don't know the people who are going to read it. It could, you know, which periodical it gets into, uh, you know, I, I you don't know where it's going to get to. So I'm not, it's, you know, it's not me. It's Hashem. I, I'm going to say, I'll put it in a few places. If it gets in, it's, Hashem, whatever you want, I want. Now that's easy, to be honest. It's easy because, well, it's, not, it's not easy, but it's easy because it's not my integral life. Right? When it's our life, and it's our blood, it's much more challenging. You know? Um, but it, it, to feel, Hashem, where you put me, well, if I, you know, there are people who develop they're healthy, they develop sicknesses. And the, the bitachon is not that I, I'm going to get better, because sometimes you will not get better. <laughs> right? The bitachon is, this is my situation, I'm going to embrace it, because I know whatever you give me Hashem is the best. It's, it, we're we're going to discuss the, what we discussed previously, how this connects to this. But it's, and you can close your eyes and, clo- and cross the highway and not, and not get broken, because you know, you know, that this situation is, is um, is the best. Let, let me give you an example. Let's say you have um, a really bad neighbor, a bully, okay? Um, so you could, you could deal with that in certain different ways. You're, you're in school, right? You're a high school kid, or you have a person, you know, you have a kid, you deal with something. So, of course, 
if the, you know, I know some, it's a true story. Um, I, I remember I, was, I used to go to my cousin's house when I was a bachar, and they lived in a certain neighborhood in Flatbush, and their kid uh, was, ended up doing really poorly uh, in life, and they, they, uh, they asked us a certain rov what they should do. The kid's doing poorly because of the neighbor. The rov told them, you can imagine this, the rov told them, move your house. You can't tell the kid not to play with this boy. You gotta move. <laughs> like, literally, you need to move. Sometimes life, you have to move. You can't, you know, there's something. But let's say you can't move, right? Moving's not an option. It's just two ways to look at it. You can look at it, like, or the, the kid's being bullied. So, deal with the school, deal with everything. Um, you know, you have a bad neighbor, or whatever. In one way, you say, it's gonna be good and it's gonna work out. And that's right, that's a very high level of Bitachon. The highest level is, let's pick an adult because kids are more challenging. The highest level is, as long as I have this bad neighbor, Hashem, I know this is for my best. I'm not even looking for it to end. Of course I would want it to end. I know that if I'm in a matzav, it's exactly for my anava, for my humility, for my tikkun, whatever it is. If for, for a, something else will come up because of this, it will be for my best. That is the highest level of the time. I'm not looking to get out of it. I'm going to do my duty to get out of it. But I know that if the situation I'm in is for my best. This is Akin Shinemar and Tehillim. I give you my soul. David Melech says, I, Mamish, I give you my soul. You know, David Melech is, is the quintessential example of this. He is, he is a person who could have, you know, he was born, they thought he was illegitimate. He was scorned for years as a kid. He could have said to himself, I don't want this. You know, and, and everything that he had was what made him to, to, to David. Right? He came, to, he came to a level where whatever Hashem wanted, it's what he wanted. Let me hear in the book I trust God, you're holding my hand. I'm with you. We say this every night. It's the last thing most of us say before we go to sleep. We say, Adon Alam. Right? I actually, I say Hamapal at the end of Kriyashma Shamita. I actually hold that's the best thing to do. Some people say Hamapal in the beginning. I say Hamapal. I say everything. Then I say Hamapal. I, if you're, that, that, it's not doing Kriyashma Shamita right now, but I think that's really the, the, the proper thing. But for many people, and the second last thing that I'll say is Adon Alam. Uh, we say, Biyad Chavkiruchi. In your hand, I put my soul. Right? When you go to sleep at night, when you, when Biyad Chavkiruchi, you should, you know, Schwab used to say to people who had problems falling asleep, they were, they were nervous. You know, it's, it, night always, you know, night is figurative and it's literal, right? It's figurative. People, they lay in bed and all of their worries that they're so busy in the day, they can't even think about, all of a sudden it can hit certain people at night. You know, all of a sudden they feel the weight of their reality or, of the, or their deeds of the day or their decisions or they're nervous of the next day ahead. So that could hit a person at night. Um, it's not helpful, by the way. You know, it's not, I don't know, you know, not getting sleep doesn't help anyone. But Rav Schwab used to say, you should think about this Pasuk. I just saying, I don't know, not only am I putting my soul when I, when I go to sleep in your hands, everything's in your hands, Hashem. Nothing to worry about. I'm in your hands. I, I, I can cross that highway. You know, I can cross the highway. Um, and it's nefesh because sometimes we want to know the ending. You know, uh, you know those girls who date. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Like, 
there are some girls that date, and you date. You have, you're obligated to try to get married. And you would like to know that you're getting married soon. Or, you know, the girl's 29, 30, in the religious world, that's old. 35, 36. It gets you. So, where, when's it coming already? Right? It's, you expect it now. Now, Hashem, whenever I get married, that's the best time. That's Biyad Chav Geruchi. That means, it's, and it's Mesir's Nefesh. You believe in Hashem. We, we always try to plot our ending. And we should try to plot a good ending for ourselves. But once we don't, we realize we don't have full, complete control of it, it's beyond Ch'afkiruchi. Hashem, what you want is what I want. And I'll be Matzliach. I'll be successful in it. I will, I will, I will be, you know, I'm going to say something which, which I don't mean, but I wanted to give an example. If if COVID goes on for another two years, it won't be Hashem. But if it would, and somebody's 101 years old, they may not be able to go outside and have their reality for the next two years. It's possible. Um, but if that would be the case, and Mitzvah Hashem will not be the case, um, I don't think it will be Mitzvah Hashem, but if it would be the case, then for that 103-year-old lady who's only going to live Mitzvah Shemayim, or to 105-year-old lady, or 106-year-old lady, who only is going to live eight more months, those eight months on uh, limited... That is exactly, for whatever reason, the Ratzon Hashem. That, that, and that's what she wants. That's what he wants. That Reb Yid, who has to be careful, he can't go on and hug his grandchildren, for whatever reason. I don't know the reason. I'm sure this case will never happen. But it's what I, show, if you think this is best, that is what I want. doesn't mean we don't pray for it to change. I'm going to get to that also. But it's the feeling... That I don't need to know the end. I don't need this. It's, it's whatever you want, Hashem. I want. Um, the, um, serious, it's an mysterious nefesh because we like to know the end. We like to feel the end. We like to feel the 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 the, the, the <speaking in Hebrew> and, to, and to know that everything Hashem does is latoyva. It's for good. It's gamzu latoyva. Kamosha amru chazal called the avdin shmaylatav right. Who's, Rekiva would always say whatever Shemayim does is for the good. Yeah, Rekiva, you know, we all like to, we all know the story, right? He goes knocking on a town and the Gemara and Bracha says Daf Samech and he goes to the town and they don't let him in. No one offers a place to sleep and he sleeps in the forest and during the night his, uh, his rooster gets killed, his candle goes out, uh, his sheep gets, you know, everything goes wrong. And that night, the Romans destroy the town. And, and, and anything that went okay, if his candle was left, they would have seen his candle, they would have found him, they would have heard his rooster, they would have seen his sheep, whatever. whatever. Didn't make it. Rekiva was Gamzlo Tobi. He didn't need to. If Rekiva, if not, if the Romans did not come that night, if, it was, if he did, did not come that night, and what would happen that night, he slept outside, and the Romans never came, it didn't make a difference to Rekiva. We say this story, and this is true. Because everything is for the best. And that story teaches us, sometimes in life you see it. But Rabbi Akiva didn't need that. He was, actually, the Gemara says that after it happened, he said it over. Didn't I tell you? It's a little bit of a question who, who he told that to. Did he tell it to his fellow Chachamim? Did he tell it um, to, to others? You know, but the Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva said, Didn't I tell you? Everything God does is for the good. Um, so, didn't I tell you it's all for the good? He was just, the reason the Gemara has to have that ending, you think it was a one-time event, or a Kiva, Koman Delatavad, 
that story is to teach us it's always good. Rekiva didn't need to see it's good because Rekiva lived at a level of Bitochan that Hashem, you know what's best for me. If I'm sleeping in the woods and my candle goes out and this is what I need, then that's what I have. What you want from me, I want from me. Not that I have, like, you know, I, I, we always like those, uh, those stories where the guy misses his plane ride and the plane ride, God, we don't like this story, but it's like, it's a Hashgacha story. Uh, the plane crashes, he was supposed to be in, in the World Trade Center, he got stuck in traffic for two hours, he didn't make it, or he was sick home with the flow. But there, you can miss, the, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget this. I mamish will never forget this. My wife, many years ago, not maybe 10 years ago, 11 years ago, she broke her toe when we were in Florida. Um, and uh, it, it, so like slammed it. It was in her fall, like a crazy story. And she had to go on a wheelchair, go on a wheelchair to get to the plane. And we actually, I never got to the airport so early because we had to go in this wheelchair. To get, we, we, so I'm like, I'm at the airport two hours early. Okay. Then they tell us, when they have the wheelchair, that they're going to call us, you know, when we're supposed to go, because we're going to go on last, because the wheelchair, fine. So, the, they started taking us, and the person with the, got lost. The person got lost. They get a wheelchair, the person got lost. And what happened is, they took us to the other side of the airport, and then they're trying to get back. Like, we went on the complete opposite of Miami airport, the complete opposite of the airport, and they had to try to get us back. We get back to where the gate we're supposed to get to. As we get to there, the gate gets closed. And once it closed, it can't open it anymore. I remember, this is like, I, my, some of my older kids were young then. They start going to the gate. They start crying at the gate. Like, they're like crying their heads off. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, this is crazy because I've never been so early to the airport. It was totally not our fault. The, their own staff messed us up royally, took us to the wrong terminal, the wrong, like, we were at the right place, it was like, what is, cri- but my kids are sitting there crying by the door, and that, which is, what, and, you know, if I had a business meeting, I'd be like, also, I, but, if we were at a high level, like, that whole story, which was, happened to be a crazy story, but I said, never, I remember my kids crying by the, the, the gate of that door, we need to get on our plane, like, six years old or five years old, we need to get on the plane, right, but we do that in life. We do that all the time. And the, the level of Monsieur Snuffish is, that, no, no. I don't even know. I don't, I, that flight, I don't remember. I didn't get any benefits. That, like, they, they put us in some, like, and they let us go into the, the AA lounge. It was American Airlines, I remember that. Whatever it was. But yeah, I, didn't, I, don't, I still don't know why that had to happen. Maybe, for, maybe to speak about tonight. Who knows? Uh, but I don't know why that happened. But when my kids were crying, and I was like, oh my goodness. A real be talking is not that there's a reason that I can know and I'll ever know. It's whatever you want, Hashem want. It's not just it's not just missing a flight. It's that sometimes people have permanent realities or things don't look good right now, and you're just dating and you do not know when it's going to. You're trying to get a business, trying to get a job, and you don't know when it's going to be. Uh, and you have these doubts in life, right? It's Hashem when it's meant to be. That's what it'll be. That's the level. It's, and it's mysterious nefesh. Mysterious nefesh means, you know, to give over your soul and say, Hashem, what you want is what I want. She would tell especially, she forgot to tell Hashem to pick the good uh, for, uh, for you. And it's Gamz Lotova. And you take the future with love. 
And you'll know that whatever it is, whatever it may be, it's for my good and it's kapar us. Sometimes we have things in life which rectify us and fix us. More than we could have ever imagined. There's some people that are so idealistic. So idealistic, they want to save the world. They want to fix things. They want to help the world. They, they, and, they, and, they, and, they, and they want to, you know, they want to get married and build a family. They want to have children, you know, you know, or they want they have children and they imagine these children will be so righteous and they're not, <laughs> you know, they're just not, you know, whatever reason. Hashem gives a person. Sometimes people have children that are challenging children. Sometimes they're challenging behavioral wise. Sometimes they have syn- syndromes. Whatever it may be, it's not your dream. It's not what you wanted, right? You or you thought you're going to retire with your spouse. And you'll, 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 you'll go to Israel. Or you know that people go to make Aliyah. And it doesn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out. It doesn't... Or you have this job opportunity, you're going to use it for stuck, And it just doesn't... It's not what you imagined. You know, for whatever reason, Hashem knows best. That's mysterious Nefesh, because it's counterintuitive. You wanted to build this yeshiva. Why, why wouldn't they... Wouldn't it be great? I'm telling you, I, I picked that little story myself. Because I, I want to write about Hashem. Like, why would not... Don't you want people to think about Hashem and COVID? Most Goyim are not on Bitochon shears. Most Jews are not. And it's crazy. The whole news is, is so overwhelmingly about Olam Hazet. And how many people are doing Tshuva now? I'm not talking about, you know, you know change. How many? Tshuva! Tshuva! How many of us are doing Tshuva? And I'm not talking about Tshuva. Uh, 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 that's also good. It's also important. I'm talking about real life changes, real significant life changes. So wouldn't it be nice if this got out there? If Hashem says no, I, it's not. It's counterintuitive, right? You wanna you wanna build, you wanna get married. Isn't that the first mitzvah Torah to the family? It's counterintuitive. You know, mesiris nefesh. And you, you need to try to get the newspaper article. You need to try to build the yeshiva. You need to try to help things, right? I mean, I mean I'll be very frank. For the show right now. Um, you would have thought, like, when you get a rabbi in right away, I mean, it's a very good setup it has, but COVID certainly changed certain things, right? Right? It's things change. So, we would imagine, would it could have been better, perhaps, this way or that way, to have one thing, Hashem, whatever you think is best is, is what it has to be. And by the way, this is super important, the mysterious nefesh here, it, in life, when things don't go, when you think it should be this way, you could, it's the biggest moment of greatness or, or fall. Because, you know, you, that, that thing which you imagine, that idealist who wanted to do it, it can break them if, if they don't have this perspective. Because they all say to themselves, well, I wanted to do this great thing. What? I meant, you know, and I, I have met, honestly, some of the most wonderful people who were broken uh, by their failure to achieve what they thought they should. And and they were sincere, and they were good, and they thought, that of course, this is the way it should be. Of course, it should be this way. And the 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 the, the failure to feel that Hashem sometimes knows better for whatever reason. There's all kinds of calculations we're not privy we're not we're not privy to. Um, whatever you want, I mean, we you know we do certain events in Judaism that way. Like when we do the base of Mikdash being destroyed, imagine trying to say the second base of Mikdash. Like we, you, you, uh, imagine you're living that generation or the generation after. We, I mean, we can't even imagine what that meant. I honestly believe that the worst generation um, 
to have lived in. The, but they had bigger people, so it made it somewhat easier. But the worst generation was just after Beitar. Like, re- that generation, where Bekiva gets killed, um, the, 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 you know, the, the Beitar is destroyed. The Roman is in Pax Romana. They're, they're controlling the whole world. You would live then, and you would see, all you could see is Rome, from Europe to Asia to North Africa, and they had destroyed the Jews now. It's the third rebellion, the, the, some of the greatest tzaddikim are murdered. Rabbi Kiva is murdered in Kisaria. Most of the opinions on Yom Kippur. You know, it's like, you can't imagine living in such times. I mean, the, you know, even more than the Holocaust. I'll tell you why. <laughs> the Holocaust, we don't even have a base of English. We had no independence. We were, in the years before the Holocaust, we didn't even, we were low down. You know, of course the Holocaust was, was genocide. And I, but at some level, we, our expectations were lower. It's low, we're lower. You knew, when, you're, when, you're, when you're just a few years away from a base of Mish, we had, when you were in the land of Israel, and you had armies, you had Bar Kokhba, I mean, and then this happens, I mean, I can't imagine what it meant to live that time. The, 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 we know today that the base of English being destroyed, and all these, is for the Gamal Tobit, it was the base of English or us, as a people. We weren't, we weren't at there. And that we can at least conceptualize it somewhat. Um, things that we imagine are for the best aren't always for the best. And, you know, you can't really discuss the Holocaust without getting emotional. And I feel, honestly, I, 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 being a grandchild of four survivors, you know, I, I'm always, I, I've never spoken ever, and I don't plan to, the why's, how the Holocaust can happen, or why the Holocaust, I think it's arrogant. But I do believe, I do believe that although I cannot, or anyone cannot give, well, we can give her, we can speculate partial things we can learn, but to say that why, I, you know, you know, I mentioned certain things certainly happened because of that. But I do believe that what's integral for us to know is that the Holocaust, for where we were at that time, had to have happened post facto. So whatever that means, one day we'll see it clearly, but the mysterious nefesh is, Hashem, if this is what you wanted, and this is what, what, what the Jewish people needed. And, and as individuals, it's a very high level to completely give yourself over on this. Um, whatever Hashem gives us, we're And if you lose your money, if you gain money, like the same usher, if he loses his money or some health goes down, of course he'll try to get better, try to get your money. But you'll be talking, it's not that I'm going to get my money back. It's not that I'm going to get my health back. It's I have to, my ishtalas is to do whatever I can. I'll be talking, that if this, whatever my situation is, it is what I need. And you're freilich, you're happy. A person realizes exactly, this is, even though this is painful, you know, I had some Israeli lady call me the other day. I don't know if I said this, I don't remember if I said this on, the, on this share or not, but she's really lady, lady calls me up. Um, I hate to say this, but I'll repeat it. Um, and I said to her, she asked me, you know, we're talking about being healthy, and I said to her, I said to her, like, what about Hashem? And I told her, I said, you know, the Hasidim say, Bereshis bara lo kimes shemayim In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth, so the Hasidim say, Bereshis bara. First, you have to be healthy, and then it's a lokim, and then you can serve God. So, like, two times in the conversation, Secular lady, she tells me, Bereshit bara, first health, then Elohim. So I was telling her, yeah, that's, 
she called me not about she called me about a very different not not to come to Shul. But I, I I was trying to get her to come to Shul when when everything's when the coast is clear. I said to her, it's not just your health. It's it's also the elokim. The the purpose of health is elokim. So when a person gets sick, you know, a person doesn't feel good. Don't you think you can serve God better? Isn't it? Is, don't you have more strength? More kayach? Right? Wouldn't it be so? The bitachon. Of course, we do our hashdalas, but there's a level of bitachon that a person feels that Hashem, I'll do everything to get better. I'll do everything to get better. Everything, but whatever you want, I want. And if I don't, if I do, if it, and I and I have the lower level bitachon to have rachamin that I will get better. But whatever it is, is what you want is, is what, what what I want. Whether it's if, if, that's the high, that's the highest level. Go Hashem Darkecha. A person who does out of love and they can even rejoice when they're in difficulties and challenges um, and, and there are certain difficulties that are most likely listen, uh, my wife's grandmother, she should be living be well uh, she's, I can't say her age but she's more than 50 uh, this, is her young, this is her younger grandmother her, her, uh, so about 7 or 8 years ago she lost her leg. Um, she had to have. She, you know, she's. She had to have. She had a, some kind of blood poisoning, whatever it was, and she had to get. A, you know, she. She's. A, you know, she walks with her prosthetic leg, but you know, you can say she's not coming back. You know, Tom Mashiach comes. It's amazing. That's you can live in a life. You can say okay. It would. I. You can look at or this is whatever. Hashem, this is what you want, and this. Is, she's a very happy lady right now. I mean, in general, she, she's a very positive lady. I mean, super positive lady. Um, you can say in life, it, it's not coming, actually, what you want is what I want, and sometimes in life, we're not going to, you can't, you, it, it, it's impossible. You, you, you know, there are people who live like, they want They want to know the ending, or they want the ending to be the way they want. And there's a level of talking to try to get the ending you want, but the highest level, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick thing at the end about this, is Hashem, what you want, I don't even need to know the ending, whatever you want is what I want. I have to be talking. When I, I can close my eyes in life. I have to do everything I need to do in life, but I can just close my eyes and know that the ending is going to be what I need. Not what I want always, what I need. Because you, what you give me is the biggest mercy, is the biggest gift eternally, not always for the moment, eternally for myself, for who, who I need to be. Um, about this person, Hashem loves them like the sun in its, in its might. The number goal of Hashem that's how So a Freelander, by the way, I just want to point out, he has actually a very long piece on this high level of bitachon. He asks an important question. He wants to know, like, well, his lechora, hamayla ha'ayonu bitachon, this highest level of, of trust is... You wouldn't even be asking what you need because you don't know what your best is. You want to say, Hashem, what you want is what I want. Is is uh, is a the opposite of having hope because the hope is that your situation is going to get better. Everyone hear the question? I cannot. It's going to get better. Um, and so he asks this question, and he says, "Not really a stira. I don't have the time to get into all his answers, but I'm going to do his sikum on this, and then I'll take any. You know." He said that the madrega that we need to work on is tikva atzlum That we should everything is possible. That 
that we know Hashem gives us our best, and we can always hope that our situation it, you can see the hope. We have more likely to be successful. And the more tikva we have, the more hope we have, the more successful we have. It can't be that 100%. Why? Because maybe what you think is your best is not for your best. Maybe Yaakov Kamenetsky is amazing, amazing story. Yaakov Kamenetsky, who would be one of the two Gudelim Hador from the 1960s, 70s, and 80s in America, uh, with Ramesha Feinstein after Ron Kala passed away. Yaakov Kamenetsky always said the following story. He said, I forgot what the town was right now. He was a rov of a small shtetl in Lithuania. And he, he had no money, and he had kids. He couldn't afford it, and he was he was in position to look for one of the big uh, Jewish communities in Lithuania. And he was a finalist to be the role of this this community. There were two finalists. It was a Ryakov Kamenetsky, another of these called Yushalmi. And Ryakov lost. He lost this opportunity to be a rov. That was like to Ryakov said at that moment he felt his whole life being over. Like he couldn't pay his bills. He's living in Lithuania. It's 1937, I believe, at that time. And he, is like, and he said that because of that, he went to America, not his family, and he came into fundraise for the yeshiva, and he ended up taking a rabbi, actually, in Biker Cholm Synagogue for, for a little bit in Seattle. And then he was offered a full-time position in Toronto. And then eventually, a few years later, he became the yeshiva Torvadas and, uh, and, and became one of the greatest sages. Um, he said that if he ever had got that job in Lithuania, on the job he always wanted, he always imagined that would be he'd be a rov in Lithuania. He would he would have died two years later. His children would have died. His whole life would have been different. So if you would have asked Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in 1937, what would be the best thing for his Torah? What would be the best thing for his children? What would be the best thing for his life? It's either all that town, and he's a finalist. And all of that would have been the worst for him. So if his bitocha would have been, I'm going to get this job, it would have been wrong. Sometimes what we think is for our best is not for our best. Sometimes what, you know, sometimes what we think is there is not, not for our best. So it can never be 100%, because we don't have a full picture. You could think that even though it looks pretty grim or dim, or, or, or I am, a, then I could get it. Because we have Hashem has rachmi on me. And we can be, have, always have, there's always hope. There's always tikvah. But to know that in the hundred percent, we can never know hundred We can assume it sometimes. I should get, I, I should get this job. It should work out. It work. Now you want to build a, a school. You want to build a yeshiva. Build a mikvah. You, you want to build an erev, right? You want to build an erev. You can think I can build this erev. You know what? Because it's not my erev. It's Hashem's erev. Hashem wants people to give Shabbos in the best way. You can have that tikvah. Maybe it doesn't need an erev. Who knows? But we can have that tikvah. But the higher level of Bitochan is Bito Haratzan Ishi, when you give up completely. I have no idea what's best. I'm going to do what's intuitive. He said, Whatever Hashem does for me is for my good. But he says a very important thing. But he says, if it, this is not. Uh, I'll be very frank, it's not for me and not for you as a general rule. This is not the level we're on, right? You have to work on the level of tikvah that comes to be talking about. So you should daven to Hashem what makes sense for you. Hashem, please let me build this yeshiva. Please let me get this air. Let me get this job. 
Let me have these children. Let me, Hashem, give me, give the ability to give tzedakah. Ask for things, and you have bitachon that you can get it. Because Hashem is rachamim. Am is a mukhar shamatzav ha'adam. But there's sometimes in life where you really feel, and I'll tell you when it's most nogea, when you don't even know what's best for you. When you don't even get it. If that's the time that you can really put this level of, Hashem, you lead me in the way. I, you put me in the situation. There are moments in our lives where we, we can see this. And I really believe, um, if I would be a decision maker today, uh, on, on a mass scale, I would, I would have this feeling, I, you know, I, I would hope that we all have this feeling, and I hope I would have it, that Hashem, whatever it is, you, you'll do the best. You, you'll do, we'll make every decision to make sense. But the answer is the ending. It's what it is. And it's a level that we should, we, sometimes we're, we, 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 by necessity, it's true level uh, we should have, and sometimes it's the, the level we can reach at, uh, at the moment. But it's always true. Whether we, we, Hashem will always put each one of us, um, you know, I actually, sometimes you wake up like you have a neck ache, you have a headache, you know, so I recently had like a really, really, my, my, my neck was killing, I couldn't even move. I had to take Motrin a few times. Uh, and it was really, and it was really uh, killing in that in, in that in that way. And I would have thought to myself that wouldn't it have been great? Wouldn't it have been nice not to have this reality? Um, I and I could say have tikva that Hashem make it go away because I need to have total strength. The higher level would be is if I need to have to say I'm going to take my Motrin, I'm going to do whatever it is, and if I'm doing, I'm performing less because that's what happens sometimes, um, or I'm pushing hard to perform the same. That is exactly what I, what I need today. I'm not going to look for anything uh, anything else. Okay, so I'm going to end here. I'm going to pick up tomorrow uh, with... Everyone, uh, and, and, and this is a little bit deep. Anyone have any questions on this, by the way? To, tomorrow, I'm going to pick up... Was it clear? Does it make sense, everyone? Yes. yes. Right? It's, it's a level of complete giving over of your ending, of your situation, uh, you know, because you know Hashem what's best for you. That is the highest level. The lower level, which we should, which is our general rule, is we, we, we have faith and we pray for the things that we think uh, taka is for our, 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 our best. Okay, uh, so then I'm going to wish everyone a good night. And tomorrow night okay. we will pick up with the with Freelanders sicha, which he gave in the Six Day War, right before the Six Day War. How did you? And remember, doing right before the Six Day War, it was very scary. Uh, actually, if I would be living in Israel then, you would, if you think COVID is bad here today, see, COVID don't know the ending. The Six Day War, the projections were, we'll talk about tomorrow night, right? Baruch Hashem, we can say today, we're reading the drasha afterwards, but if, when, you, when, you, when we'll do this drasha, you have to imagine in May, late May 1967, what that, what, what that meant then, and it's, I think it's very empowering for what we're going through today. Okay, have a great night, everybody. Shekhtar, nice to see you. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Rabbi. Call to another hand, Ms. Good night. Good night. Lala Tov. Good night. Okay.